Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S, vpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkout. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work, we'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. (laughs) Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? Du- I would say double. Oh, I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross. Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by GhostBed.com! Yes, James! Uh, I'm here! 
the lady is here, we can start the show. The lady, lady is, is here, here. We, we can start, start the show. show. We can start talking about smart stuff because the lady is here and she knows all the things. <laughs> Trending stuff, viral stuff, money and... All of it. All of it. This Catchy. is this is going to be, dare I say, the biggest show in the in the history of our podcast. Oh. It's, a, it's a lot to talk about today, James. There really is. First off, I want to start with Hot Bob. I want to commend you, sir, on uh, taking the Blue Dragons jersey in to get shadow box. Look at this. Look oh, at that, that is dude. Hilarious. <laughs> 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 uh, There's nothing like shadow boxing a six-year-old jersey. Am I close? Nope. Ah. Just tip it oh, out a little bit. There, there we go. go. Are we there? What do you think, Giorgio? There he is. You saw the top of Giorgio's head in there. There it is. Look at that. George. Blue Dragons yeah. team. There he is. Giorgio. 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 Um, Blue Dragons. Team of destiny. Sure. God's children. Yep. Um, now that is framed... An eternity. Has a six-year-old's jersey ever been shadow boxed before? Uh, Probably not. <laughs> not, uh, not one that's at our, our child's skill level, no. What, uh, go to my one real quick. What does it say? The South Austin, read it, Vein Center? Is yeah, that, the Vein Was that who Center. the sponsor was yeah. of the, the yeah, Blue yeah, Dragons yeah. this year? Varicose um, Vein Center. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> Kind of weird advertising of like, hey, man, where do you want to put all your advertising money this year? Oh, let's see. It's a vein center, South Austin. It's typically for people in their 60s or 70s. Let's sink it all into a six-year-old's youth soccer league. By the way, vein center, you mm. made the right choice in your investment because well, here you are, right? <laughs> so, yeah, actually, they did do a good thing. How did they know, though? How did they know daddy was here? How does anyone here? know? You know? What a good investment is. The South Austin Vein Center. <laughs> That's their enjoy clientele, it. though, right? Oh, Six enjoy year olds. it. Enjoy it. I guess. The moms, maybe? I guess. But uh, either way. Looking down at our short, like we're wearing shorts. We're looking down at our legs like, I got to get these veins. Take it. What? What? <laughs> what? my kids' what shirts. What have you done now? Uh, hi, Bob. Again, I really want to commend you on this. What did they say over at Michael's when you took in a six-year-old's jersey to get did shadow think boxed? he died? <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, but man. do you know what I mean? Yeah, Why else? Yeah. Because he's not good. <laughs> you so know, they, they didn't ask, uh, unfortunately. <laughs> they never they were most, do. Yeah, they were mostly just like, are you cool with this being $800? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were. you were the one that actually had to... Uh, ask the questions but um Eesh. yeah which was mostly like what so yeah. i used to be the shadow boxer if you will so i had your job of going in and getting the craziest shit that these dudes like oj simpson yep yep um yep. pete rose pete rose um Dennis, so you took in uh because dan won the fantasy football uh league and drinking bros sports one of them we have like six right um he won one of them, and he got a framed uh, Dennis Rodman jersey that is waiting for him on his desk right. today when we do Drinking Bros this afternoon. So, yeah, I mean, this, this round was a six-year-old's jersey, shadow boxed, mm -hmm. and uh, Dennis Rodman. Beautiful. Beautiful. And then there was one more, which we can't say on air because we're going to present it to him later on the show. Uh, so. She loved that one. 
That one tickled her. Oh, did it really? Oh, nice. She was like, oh, my God, you have the coolest job ever. Like, this is you for your work? And I was like, oh, uh, yeah, like, man. Yeah. She it's had all- no- yeah. So one of my bosses is cool. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah she yeah, yeah, she yeah. had no idea who Dennis Rodman was. <laughs> yeah. Like that was like the Mike the woman framing shit at Michael's definitely no awareness of Dennis sure. Rodman. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh both are in the same category, you know? A six year old champion, a grown adult who dresses as a woman who's also a champion. Sure. Uh two champions, you know. Uh, in their own right. In their own right. So big day around here. Also, uh, another huge day. Ross won. Amazon zero. We beat Amazon. Oh the book is finally on Audible. You know, it took a lawyer lobbing in a phone call at the end. Uh, it seems like it always does now uh, to say, hey, man, what's, what's, uh, what, are you, we, what are we objecting about here? Uh, freedom of speech wise, like what, what are we objecting about? And uh, magically, uh, it went through last night around midnight. Uh, shout out to Joel, who's now sleeping, who cut the trailer that is uh, everywhere right now. Uh, As the sun rises, it dawns on him is finally available on Audible. Uh, I appreciate the thousands of messages and uh, it is out everywhere. Um, there's a link in my bio on uh uh, Instagram and also on Facebook. Uh, you can use that or, you know, it's on iTunes. It, it's everywhere. Also, I, I do want to say, because we've got a ton of messages on this of like, hey man, if I use a credit um, in my Audible, does it still count as a sale? Yes, it does. So feel free to use whatever free credits you have on Audible. And uh, it still registers as a sale for the big guys. So you're good to go. Um, but you knocked it out of the park, Jabes. It's, it's, uh, we've been trying to take these things book by book to the next level. And before you walked in today, actually, we were talking about, you know, what, what would happen if you got it scored the entire thing, like a movie and did full Foley and all that stuff. This is moving in that direction. Um, there is maybe 15 or 16 songs in it. Uh, some of the, the violent car crashes that are in there and deaths and gunshot, gunshots, gunshots, fight scenes, fight scenes. Uh, every character is read by a different person. Actors. So yeah. The way that I yeah. described it was we're just kind of grooming people <laughs> yes. to get to that point. But because you can't just go right there, you have yeah. to sort of ease into it and mm-hmm. get people used to that because I do think that's maybe where it's going to go just because we're listening to everything, podcast, audible, everything. So sure. I do think eventually it's going to go that way. And there are some podcasts that are like that. Yeah. But and this, you can't do it right out. Well, he, gate, and, and this was part of the argument with Amazon on this one, truthfully, was uh, some of the things that were questionable were like the gunshots and things like that. And they're like, well, you can't have that. And I was like, sounds, right. Which... But I'm like, hey, the character is firing a gun. It's in the 1920s. It is a work of fiction. It's I'm not. You know, if I did a murder story of somebody and there was a gunshot in it, like, and it was a true crime, what's the difference? Would you stop that book, I guess? Like, uh, things get dicey in that world, but you're right. Like, when we started doing this in 2014 was when I sold the first one uh, to Simon & Schuster, uh, I had to fight just to, to even read the book on my own. I told this story in a, we, when we had Matthew McConaughey on the show, I, t- I told him that story too, where it's like, dude, it was a British guy who did 90% of these you know his fucking name. I, f- I forget it offhand. And I will say that's for the, uh, you know, publishers and the editors because, gosh, would it have been 
so much easier. It, it is. <laughs> if it was just a British guy that but, but, read it but all the way But sales-wise and enthusiasm-wise sure. and like with, with audiobooks now surpassing hardbacks and, and all that stuff, like um, on the last book, uh, shit, when, uh, when this, what was the fucking... I don't even remember the, the last name of my goddamn book. Um, Which? Uh, uh, when Darkness Falls, he doesn't catch it. Yeah. Um, with, with that one. Mm. That was the first time when I looked at the numbers and audio was almost 50-50 with hardback and paperback and ebook, right? Where you were like, oh shit, people love to listen to audio books. Holy shit. This one, I expect audio to far outweigh hardbacks and paperbacks and ebooks and all that stuff because of the advancement of what we've been able to do with it. Like hiring a full team of actors doing songs, doing sound effects, doing all that shit. Like it's like listening to a six hour movie essentially at this point, And it's only going to continue. However, if we didn't fight for that in 2014, that I don't know if that would be a possibility. Um, people didn't see the rise of podcasts back then. They certainly didn't see the rise of audiobooks. And I've sat in a board meeting and bitched and bitched and bitched. And you know, the, my agent wasn't happy. No one was happy. Uh, but then when the, the results came out and they were like, oh, fuck, this is amazing. This audiobook's amazing. Everybody loves your fucking audiobook. I was like, well, this is what I was telling you. But whenever you do something different in this world, you're going to be met with resistance and, you know, whatever, man. Uh, Everyone always wants to be the second person to say yes. Right, right, right. Not the <laughs> you first. You never want to be the first. Um, I do want to say that you guys have a shout out in the end of the book. So, Nooners. Correct. Nooners. I, look, I, cause I, at, at the end of it, you know, they were like, hey, we need to uh, uh, we need closing credits or whatever. And I was like, closing credits are in the book, but we'll be happy to put them in there. So we we're like, fuck you guys. So at the end of the book, shout out the Nooners. We shout out the Drinking Bros. Uh, everybody who listens to all of our shows, because this is where all this took off. And the only reason that any of this is possible today, any of it, um, books wise and all this other shit was because of you guys. Um, so yeah, fuck. I told Amazon to go fuck themselves. They were like, "That's not in the book." I don't give a shit if it's in the book. Yeah. We'll shout out our listeners and everybody who's actually. That was a couple of the notes that I got too. Yeah, that yeah, were yes, like, yes. "Hey, the closing credits aren't like what," and I was like, "I know." Yeah. So get the, off my back. At the, literally, the very last line of the book is uh, "Shout out to the Nooners and the Drinking Bros and everybody else," um, and all you. I think it's all you degenerates at the end of it too. Is like who who bought this because. Nooners, drinking bros, and all around degenerates and dirtbags. Yes. And to start this company. that covers it. To start this company, the media company. We used, Dan and I used our own money to start this. We're still using our own money. We don't have any outside investors, nothing in this. All the books, all the audio books, um, the movies that you guys have purchased over the years, all of that, all of the money went into this. Now you get 800 fucking shows a month and it's it's all because of you guys. So to shout you out at the end of it was, was an easy call and, and look, Amazon can go fuck themselves and, uh, you know, lawyer lobs in a call. Uh, it's over. Paid him a little bit of money. Moved on with our day, but the book is out today and it's, uh, it's lights out. So uh, I want to give you, you know, obviously a special shout out. You fucking worked your ass off on it. Uh, I want to give Giorgio and his yes. buddy. Who is your buddy who did that opening song that's uh, that DJ? Tap him on the shoulder. I know he's 40 seconds behind us. Who, who is your buddy who did the, the opening song for that? Oh, uh, his name's uh, Chaz, and his artist name is uh, Madoka Music. Okay. Yeah. How do you spell that? Give him a shout out, because that, uh, that was fucking dope. He, uh, he killed I... it. Yeah. And Giorgio, thank you for just being... Cool. Helping in LA, obviously, just 
everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, hammer the like button if you're watching on YouTube. Um, but uh, all, all of this and everything that's going on made this entire media company possible and all that shit. So um, just know that I'm extremely grateful because that's, uh, look, that's what we use the money for. And then uh, hiring new employees and, and trying to get everybody in here, doing new shows. Um, so it, it's all been great, and it's, but it's because of the money from all of this stuff, uh, to be honest with you. So uh, thank you, like for real. I'm not that serious all the time, but uh, I'm grateful. What's your buddy's name, Giorgio? Oh, I just want to say we promise we won't spend the money on more stocks, even though they're at a really, really good price <laughs> right now. I promise. Even that, though uh, they're what? They're low? They're really they're good. Real yeah. low. They're, they're really real low. low. They're real delicious right now. A lot of people buying the dips oh. right now. Yeah. Yeah. Georgia. Uh, it's a discount He's right low. now. Yeah. A lot of people buying the dips, yes. which we're going to get to. Um, as you'll notice, the name of this episode is called The Stock Market Is, is Rigged. Um, and it is. Like it keeps getting worse and worse and worse uh, by the day. Uh, me happy. I mean, me personally, I am happy. Uh, me no. happy. Me uh, happy. Me happy. Uh, <laughs> me by, by the way, Dan Holiday or Dan Holloway plays a fucking yeah. It's gonna be a long one today. Daddy was up late last night working on the trailer. You really were. You really um, were. Dan Holloway is uh, playing a fifty-five-year-old Asian man in the new book. So uh, it's so good. You it's guys. really funny. He also plays a. a a uh, sergeant in the military in this one, so it's good. Guau. Guau. Um, um, me happy too. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, me happy. Mm-hmm. No, per- me personally, I am happy that all of this has happened and we got to be a part of it and we're still seeing what's going on because this is a, a movement. This is unprecedented. Uh, the stock market has been exposed to a massive level where it's all just fucking fraud at this point. Um, for those of you who are unfamiliar with the AMC and the GameStop uh, stocks and what has been going on and maybe live under a rock, we'll give you a, a quick recap, right? Bunch of Redditors went on, uh, told everybody to buy these things. They went to the moon. You've seen the, moon, the, the memes and all that other shits and they're calling them meme stocks. Uh, these stocks went to the moon and then then the, the Wall Street guys said, hey, man, we're all done with this. We're going to take our ball and go home and just stop the game so we can save our, our hedge fund investors. Um, That's a very simplistic It is. Because they stopped. And because and, and, a lot of people are, are sending in messages of like, dude, why is it cratering today? Why are all these cratering? You cannot buy the stock. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what to say. Like, I've never seen anything like this in my lifetime. Uh, but you cannot buy the stock. And this started a couple of days ago with, with Robin Hood. Do you feel Who's been like, getting buried. You, TD Ameritrade. Hang on. TD Ameritrade stopped as well. E-Trade stopped as well. And then today was Cash App. Cash App stopped, stopped uh, letting you buy those particular stocks. You can still buy anything else you want. Not the ones on Reddit. Um, and... The narrative is now that they're spreading in the, in the media and everything else is we told you guys, you fucking amateurs, that this would happen and you would lose all your money. You didn't listen to us. Hopefully this is a valuable lesson. No, it's not. Uh, you guys were right. Everyone on Reddit was correct. Uh, this would have kept going. However, you can't buy it. So what are you supposed to do at this point? Like when your only option on Robinhood is to sell the stocks, what are you going to do? If this would have continued, right, all of these people, these kids, these fucking misfits or whatever you want to call them, would have made millions and millions of dollars because you couldn't stop it. You, and you shouldn't be able to stop people from buying stocks. 
This is no different than what goes on behind the scenes at these fucking clubs, clubs with these old people and all this shit uh, with prostitutes and everything else. Like they're just telling everybody what to buy. Now, when, when normal people try to do it, they turn the fucking game off. Um, and it sucks. Like it, it, it's sad to see. And it's like, all right, great. If you're in stonks, uh, if you're going to invest your money in stonks and the market and all that shit, it only works if you're rich. It only works if you're a billionaire. Otherwise, if the fucking poor people rise up and try to do something, they're going to fucking pull the plug from the back of the arcade game and be like, oh, sorry, we're all done here today. Um, and that's exactly what has happened. Um, and then it just keeps getting weirder and weirder. Like Jack Dorsey, Twitter, owns Cash App, right? Cash App uh, says, we're not letting you buy these stocks anymore. And then they release a statement on Twitter. Can you pull that up, Bob? Um, their statement today, Cash App, there it is. Uh, so Cash App says, this was about two hours ago, about an hour after the market kicked off. The clearing broker who processes our trades, Axos, has temporarily halted buys of AMC and uh, Nokia. This was not Cash App's decision. We disagree with this move wholeheartedly. We hope to make these stocks available for purchase again as soon as possible. Fine. The, the problem with that is you didn't. And you don't know when they are. Therefore, no one can buy them. The they stocks are cratering secure, because everybody's afraid. They need to secure the money in order to cover it. Tough shit. Then they shouldn't have been able to sell these fucking stocks in the first place. Right? Fair. If you want to treat... And so Jack Dorsey above it. Is that, is that tweet on screen right now? Um, Jack Dorsey himself tweeted out diamond hands. Means hold on to the stock, right? Call. Make a call. You're Jack Dorsey. Your company's worth billions of dollars. You own Cash App. Call them. Fund it yourself. There is no reason that they're, you're out of money. Oh, 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 are you? You're out of money now? Sorry. Fuck you. Fuck all these people, right? Because the biggest comparison this, this, the last two weeks is all these fucking old dicks uh, from hedge funds have been saying, comparing this to gambling. What they're doing is just gambling. They're just gambling with people's money. Here's what gambling is. I know because we do it on Drinking Bros Sports and we have a sponsor. MyBookie.com, promo code Drinking Bros will double your deposit on there. And we're betting on the Super Bowl this weekend, right? We bet on every game every single weekend over there. Now, with MyBookie, for example, they are a smaller company, much like a Robin Hoodish. I'll, I'll, I'll put them in a Robin Hoodish category. Now, with MyBookie, there is a clear precedent. When you go on and bet on these games, your max bet is $2,000. Uh, for the Super Bowl, they usually raise it to $5,000. Uh, for the playoffs, I think they raised it to four because there is more people gambling. However, when you go on there to gamble, which is exactly what you're calling all these fucking people on Reddit uh, and all these day traders and everything else is gamblers, the difference is with bookies and everyone else, there is a limit. Hey, man, you cannot put more than this in, right? If you would have said that on Robinhood or said that on E-Trade or Ameritrade and all this other shit of, hey, guys, there's going to be a limit on these stocks or every stock in the entire stock market, which is what it should be. If you're going to limit these eight companies, you should have limited everything in the entire stock market and said, hey, guys, you can only spend X amount of dollars on this. Otherwise, we can't cover it because that's what my bookie does and all these other fucking uh, sports books, right? Mayweather tries to go in and bet millions on the Super Bowl every single year. Every casino usually tells him, hey, man, I'm looking at our bank right now. We can do a million. You're going to have to go to another casino. We can do a million. We can do this. 
if you're one of these, you know, SEC fucking dicks up there who's going to put these guys, because Robin Hood is going to have to come before the Senate, which is going to be another fucking jack off fest. We're not going to, he's going to lie. Uh, senators are going to scream at him. Nothing's going to come out of this or be accomplished from it. Uh, but my main question would be if you don't have the money, and let's say Cash App with whatever, man, fuck you, Cash App has the goddamn money. They're backed by Twitter. All the stocks have fucking numbers on Twitter, like all these all these companies. If you put a dollar sign before a stock symbol on there, uh, you can back it. You have the money to back it. Uh, and if you don't, you should have put something up right when you opened up your company that said, hey, man, your max bet or your max fucking dollar amount on any of these stocks is going to be X amount of dollars. So that way no one gets fucked. Now you're in it. And all these fucking hedge funds are losing billions of dollars because of what they did with GameStop and, uh, and AMC on Reddit. And now you're saying, wait, we're going to halt the market. You can't buy any more of these stocks. Uh, Robinhood, well we, well, we can't cover it. You had no problem covering everything else. Sorry that you got fucked or your people got boned or your investors and your fucking bullshit companies got boned. But now it's okay to fuck over regular Americans who are putting in five, 10 bucks and all these stocks because AMC was a $5 stock when we bought it. Right. Even though today it's down 40% or whatever, still at eight, it's still up fucking almost double than when I bought it at. I'm not going to bitch about this. Um, because one, one of these days you're going to have to let the people trade. And then what, what's going to happen then? Do people go back in on these stocks again and say, fuck you, we're going to drive it up through the roof? And then what? Are they going to stop it again? What, what, what happens? Did you get more money magically from somebody else? Like, no, you didn't. You didn't. The shorts are over. Uh, the people who made their money are going to get you know, their money back. The, the old fuckers uh, in these ivory towers. And that's what it is. Um, that's the best way to describe what's going on here. Uh, but none of you were incorrect. And don't believe the, the media narrative that they're going to spit out to you of, oh, we told you so. We warned you this was going to happen. No, you fucking did not. You changed the game. You changed the fucking rules. And you cut off trading for every single person so it benefited you. So if you see these stories, and you're going to be flooded with these, I, I, I can promise you, over the next fucking week to two weeks of, man, we told these guys they were going to lose all their money. They should have listened to us. We know better than to do what you're... No, you don't. You changed the rules and cheated everyone out of, out of their fucking money. So I don't want to hear it. Uh, but that's unfortunately all we're going to hear. Um, last night, who was the, the fucking guy, Professor Galloway? I, I forgot that he was on the show a few weeks ago on Drinking Bros. This fucking guy. Do we have volume on this? Okay, yeah, play, play, play this for the audience if you can. Um, because to hear this guy's comments, like, I'll, I mean, this is, this is what you're going to be flooded with here. Uh, is it on? Do you have volume? All right, yeah, play this now if you can. Maybe you're learning here. Maybe it's fun, fine. Maybe it's a movement. But be prepared to lose 80 to 90% of it. And if it's still worth it, then have at it. But the biggest loss of capital here will be the human capital of young men who are sitting and staring at their phone and watching the price of Bitcoin or the price of AMC. And ask yourself, would you be better off taking that one, two or three hours a day and working out, trying to form relationships with mentors, with, with, with romantic relationships, with people at work, 
getting great at something so you can be the person on the other side of the trade. The greatest loss in, in capital here is, is from young men who are more prone to gambling addiction, who don't understand uh, the markets. I think we are setting ourselves up similar to how there's a ton of young women out there who became very depressed by sitting in their rooms looking at Instagram, self-cutting and self-harm skyrocket. I think you are going to see uh, uh, an explosion in young male depression, and I think a lot of it is going to be reverse engineered to apps that convince you you're part of a movement or physically addict you to your phone. Ask yourself, would your time staring at Robinhood be, be better spent somewhere else? That is the real capital destruction that is taking place yeah. here. Hey, guys. Get out of your basement, start working out, stop staring at your phone, stop investing your money, and then maybe you can be on the other side of this trade one day because that's the, I mean, he basically just said, if you want to be on the other side of this trade one day, you're going to have to be worth billions of dollars and have some investor at some hedge firm bail you the fuck out. That's exactly what he's saying here. The, the rest of it is, is all fucking ball wash and bullshit. Where, oh man, these, you got these people who are, most of them are, are addicted to gambling. Uh, they can't get girls. They should start working out, start forming relationships. Invest in yourself. Invest in yourself. That's what they did. You fuck. And then you change the fucking rules. Um, and here's the, here's the beauty of this, right? Because I, it wasn't until you texted me that, that this, was, this was the same guy that was on our show. Because the guy that was on our show a few weeks ago was, was affable and you know, laughing and all that shit. When he started losing money, he wasn't. Uh, and then he goes on air. Well, you're going to fucking lose this and lose this and blah, 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 blah. No. The other key to this fucking guy in this bullshit speech yesterday. Guess who just signed a big fat fucking movie deal with Netflix. To do the Reddit's GameStop AMC movie for Netflix. That guy. That guy is the consulting producer for this movie. And there's only one way. This movie can end for it to be a great movie is if everybody loses, the little guy loses, we were right, you were wrong, you were all so fucking dumb. Uh, that's the only way this can end. People jumping off of fucking buildings and killing themselves. That is the only ending that will be acceptable to this movie at fucking Netflix. That's it. Because otherwise, what if everybody would have won? Then, then what is that movie? What is that fucking movie on Netflix if everybody wins? What, a bunch of fucking 20-year-olds living in mansions, driving fucking Lambos? That's not the movie. Because then it would have been reversed. All, you had all the, the hedge fund guys, these old fuckers who were losing money, jumping off roofs, killing themselves, while a bunch of fucking young guys who were on Reddit all day, driving Lambos, living in mansions, that can't be the end of your movie, right? Nah, we can't put that out in Hollywood. That would be way too fucking convenient. Ask Bernie fucking Madoff how that worked out for the rest of those people he built out of billions of fucking dollars. Why can't that be the ending? The question is, can we change it? Yeah, it's not over. It's not over. Uh, the, if you look at the volume, the volume is still pretty fucking low. And the reason why the volume is low is because you can't buy the stocks right, on any of these fucking sites. Nobody's really selling. Nobody's selling right now. Um, and Jack Dorsey, I don't know what the fuck this guy is doing. I, look, I hate Jack Dorsey. I've always hated Jack Dorsey. I hated him for the Trump bullshit. But him tweeting out diamond hands, which means telling everybody to hold their stocks, you know, an hour ago, is crazy. You can't sell it on your, the, the app that you fucking own, but you're telling everybody to hold on to the stocks? Why? What if that goes bad? 
Is there anything you can do against Jack Dorsey? Again, I don't think Jack Dorsey really controls what's going on at Twitter right now. And also Cash App, they're going through a third-party broker to kind of do all these deals. So Tough shit. It'd be, it'd be like if I would have hired... Right, right. If, they're, I hired, they're, if I hired you guys and you guys fucking murdered somebody and they were like, well, I, didn't you know that they were murderers? Yes. Like Giorgio. If Giorgio murders somebody, I had a strong hunch, dude, that he was going to murder one day. Do you know what I'm saying? I could see Cash App figuring it out and getting this done by tomorrow. Just having another Either broker. way, yeah. you lost an entire day of trading again. This started last Thursday. You're on Tuesday now. Four days for all these rich assholes to get out of these shorts and sell these fucking stocks so they can make their money back. Um, well, some of them are doubling down. They're shorting the shorts. Yes. They're, they keep shorting. They keep shorting. So it's like, dude, all, there is no reason for any of these apps to open up. But when they do... If you're able to, to, to hang in there, I'm hanging in there. I, I don't really give a shit. But also, it's the same way with gambling, man. The money we put in, we can afford to lose. So if, if I lose it, I lose it. Like, uh, but that's just being smart. Uh, and I don't need to tell you that. I'm not going to fucking lecture you like the, the rest of these assholes. Like, everybody knows what they're doing, right? It, it's not like you're living on a fucking prayer, like John, John Bon Jovi out there. And you're like, oh, fuck, I'm going to get rich tomorrow. There's always a shot that the underdog is going to win or somebody else is going to win. It'd be the same way with, with Sunday's game. I've, I've had a really fucking hard time deciding who's going to win. We're doing that show shit this afternoon, I think, um, for the Super Bowl special today. No one is picking the Buccaneers. Not one single fucking person I have talked to. Not one athlete. Nothing. We had San Antonio Holmes on yesterday, one of my favorite players of all time. Uh, for Ohio State, caught the game-winning catch in the Super Bowl. He's picking the Chiefs. Everybody's all in on the Chiefs, right? Uh, but what happens if the Bucks win? People bet on the Bucks. Tom Brady wins again. Are they not going to pay you out for that? No, of course they are. They're going to fucking pay you out. Because fucking Vegas and gambling has more fucking heart than these goddamn stockbrokers out there. Yeah, but they also wildly underestimate how much Wall Street bets and kind of like people have like cut from our cloth like to lose. Like there's a thing called loss porn, right. obviously on Wall Street yeah, bets yeah, yeah, that yeah, people yeah. used to always post. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, no, dude, we've been here before. Yes. Like we're comfortable here. We're Mo fine. Most of the people are. So yeah, I, like Dan said, there's not a lot of volume. Not a lot of people are selling because uh, they're holding on to. There's not a lot of people that are buying because you can't. Some, one, one of these days, there's going to be a breaking point in this. And I don't know which way it's going to go. It, it could skyrocket to the fucking moon because you can't. Close these apps down forever. You can't hold these people off forever. And then what? What if the Redditors get together again and say, hey, guys, they open it all back up. Flood them at this exact moment. Set your watches. Let's all go in at fucking 9.30 a.m. opening bell and get this one stock. Once all this shit is open, you can't stop it. Again, I, I mean, I guess you could halt the markets again, but, uh, you know. It's, uh, it's wild, but you guys were not wrong. Not, nobody was wrong in this. Um, this was the correct way to do it. This is how you were supposed to do it. Uh, was everybody getting together, believing in one company and buying it? Uh, you know, I, Look, is GameStop worth the evaluation that it's at? N no, it's not, but it doesn't matter. You, what, anyone should be able to go in and buy and sell stocks and do whatever the fuck they want with this. Yeah, just talking to friends, that, I have a, a buddy at Fidelity. He said there was 400,000 new accounts. Yeah. Over the last like few days or whatever. Yeah. So, so they're, they're out there and they're waiting. Something is going to happen. I don't know what, but I'm not getting out of it now. Uh, I saw Portnoy just sold all of his shit today and, and released the thing and said, I'm out of it. I've lost $700,000. He put in a million, lost $700,000. He says he is out. Can, 
Can I show you the GME and AMC graphs today? Yes. Just how identical yeah. they are. They are yeah. fucking identical. Look at this. Yes, Put I'm it up in on the, the studio, guys. I'm going to talk in a second. Yeah. But I just we want to catch everybody up to speed here on what is going on. I mean, look at these two charts that are on the screen right now. It's it's a carbon copy. Like they're identical. It's the craziest shit of all time. So, uh, look, if you're out there, I'm going to hold on to this. Uh, I, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm, I'm amped about it. Um, either way, whatever happens, man, I'm amped about it, and I'm amped to be a part of it. I'm surprised Portnoy sold out and got all of his shit out of there because he's been on every network hammering these guys. That was a huge shock this morning. Like, yeah, bad PR. Like, yes. Rare bad PR for Portnoy, especially lately. Yeah. yeah Barstool fun. but uh, I was shocked to see it. Um, now you have some different, differing opinions on this, Jesse. Well, my thing is this. Um, I just want to get this straight. So are you saying white dudes with a shit ton of money are corrupt? Because <laughs> that's thought- crazy news to me. I just want to let you guys know that I've always lived in a world. Maybe I've been poor, whatever it is. I've always lived in a world that you have to have a certain amount of money to be in the stock market. That's the world that I've lived in. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is new or not or whatever, but that's just the way that I grew up. And I, my family never had money in the stocks. Like we just didn't have money to do that. Right. And if we did, it was on very, very safe Disney, things like this, where you just kind of slowly Enron. see it. Enron. <laughs> sure. Blue chip stock, Enron. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And also anyone that has... Anyone that is rich in this country, really, really rich, did not get there by playing by the rules or regulations or not fucking people over. No one. No one that has a lot of money like that is completely playing by the rules of whether the government or morality or whatever it is. And I've always known that, right? Yeah. Are you just figuring this out? Or well, what? I, I, I'm you think just, billionaires are just going to roll over and like, I'm just let them really fucking out? confused. Yes. And so, uh, and, and I actually said this. We're on not dr- just figuring this no, out. No, no, no. Right, hang guys? on, hang like, on. And that's why the whole thing of having a certain amount of money to put in the stock market is for that exact reason. And doing it in a safe way is for that exact reason. I also think this is awesome and hilarious. So both things are true to me, right? Like I like the fact that you made some noise, but it doesn't end with you in a Lamborghini. I'm sorry. It just doesn't. That's not the fucking world that we live in. Unfortunately, the most that you can do is try and make whatever part of your world nice. Right? Carry on. Yes. Because uh, you said, uh, d- did I not know this? Uh, the, the answer is yes. I did a stock uh, okay. show. I did a stock show on Drinking Bros the other day. No, no. I mean, and, before and I, this. I did. Okay. And so, and I let off with this. Okay. I said, I can't believe how naive and dumb I was to think that the average person could put in five, 10 bucks into a stock that they believed in, let it go up. And then Wall Street wasn't going to pull the plug and not do it because I've never seen it happen in my lifetime. So the only thing that, the only time that I can remember the stock market stopping or halting was 9-11. Um, God, there was another fucking catastrophic event. Oh, oh, the uh, pandemic. When the pandemic hit, uh, they stopped the stock market as well. I don't think I can name another one other than those two instances, right? We are not going through 9-11 right now. 
Yeah, no. you had 9 11 in 2001, and then a few months later, you had Enron. Right. Go, oh, that's right. Enron, yeah. Yeah, they went from, I think, $90 a share to 26 cents overnight. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And they stopped the stock market, right? Yeah. So I understand all of it. We're I'm looking just, at I'm just telling you. three times. Oh, well, in 1987, I guess, when the market crashed. But I understand. You're looking oh, at, yeah. Uh, oh, wait. I yeah, yeah. So we're looking at five times in our entire life. Not one of them was because people were buying too much. Ever. Not, not one of these instances where it was like, hey, man, we're going to stop the stock market because people are buying too much stocks. That has never happened in the history of our country. Ever. So, I, yes, I, I thought it was possible because I've never seen it happen. I've never seen that happen. And I was like, can you just turn it off if people are buying too much? Like, that means the companies are doing well. Shorting a stock means you want the companies to fail. So with shorts and things like that, with the Enron thing, right? Like, I understood it because, yeah, you were at 90 one night and then it dropped down to 26 cents. You should probably take a peek seize at that and be like, hey, man, why did a company just collapse overnight? Like, that makes sense to me, right? But not because, of, oh, your company's doing too well. We got to pull the plug on this. You can't buy any more of that. Like, that's what you want. Um, a pizza place, if you've just fucking opened, you know, if, the, if, you, if you just sold out of pizzas that day, like, yeah, you stopped selling, but it's like, hey, congratulations, you sold out all your shit, and that's amazing. Uh, but it would stop for everyone, right? You can't just put rules in place uh, that only benefit these fucking people. Like, I, yes, then I'm, I'm the dummy on that one. Because I've never seen it happen in the history of our country, and it, and it hasn't in the stock market. It has never stopped. No one has ever stopped the stock no, market. No, it hasn't stopped, but insanely corrupt things and things that you haven't seen have been happening. But buying. Buying is one where it's like, hey, man. Buying, shorting, selling, bailing out, all of the things. But, but buying something is, you're purchasing that. Like, I've never seen anybody just stop the purchases. Yeah, if you're going to halt buys, you should be able to halt sales. Yes, It's got to go both ways. That is the only fair way to do this. Uh, Let everybody assess the same way rather than just these fucking hedge firms and shit like that. That's what the, 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 like, that's the craziest part to me. Um, And it's hard to, yes, it is hard to wrap my mind around. I never, never would have thought, oh man, a a company's doing well. They're just going to stop it and make it go the other way. And I think I've always known uh, that the system has been rigged. Against me. Right. Whether it's being a woman, whether it's not growing up with money, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. It's just I've always lived in that world, right? I do like seeing that, you know, the people from the basement raising up. I do like seeing it. Do I think those people win? No. But it's Uh, just the world that I live in and I've always lived in. I had a thought when I was a young girl Mm -hmm. almost like those you know the first thoughts that you have about even like the universe where you go like holy shit it's infinite like those thoughts as a young child that are like whoa fuck like my thought was i thought one day i'm like there are people with entire lives in their bank account like someone's life like a fraction of your bank account can be someone's really good life from beginning to end and it's just sitting there right right that's crazy. Like people have entire lives yeah. in their bank account, right? Yeah. And then they'll watch people die and not do anything about it. And all of these things I realized were true a very long time ago. And Gigi's saying it's not true that all, you know, really rich people uh, fuck people over. No, I mean, I'm not 
Gigi, I mean, I don't know if you're a billionaire, but I will say if you have that amount of wealth in this country, you did not play by some rules. I guarantee you that. Or, Whether it's not paying the taxes your that you're did, supposed to. Or you got right. a trust or whatever yeah, exactly. that is. Yeah. But yeah. it was rigged because you were in a family where that was coming to you anyways, whatever. Yeah. But uh, like if you paid the amount of taxes that you're supposed to pay, which yeah. would help out communities and blah, blah, blah. So indirectly or directly, you have fucked someone over to have that amount of wealth in this country. You didn't do something the right way. And that is absolutely true. I don't care what you say. Probably. Not probably. Absolutely. You, I mean, probably. we all know if you no, pay the I, look, taxes look. that you're supposed to pay, no one would be fucking rich. There are, Believe me there, that. There are people who have created things and done things that is just like, sure. hey, man. I, I'm not look. saying that. I'm not saying there aren't people that have worked for that amount of wealth. Right. I'm saying to get that amount and keep that amount, there are some rules yeah. you're going to have to break that directly or indirectly fuck people over. Yeah. Whether you know it or not, whether you see their faces, whatever it may be. Simply having that amount of money just sitting there yeah. in some ways is, right? You don't care about me. You don't care if I live or die or whatever. Like, if you don't care if you're fucking me over. You don't care if I lose my fucking house. You don't give a shit, right? Yeah. Uh, look. But that's something I've always known. So welcome, Ross. Well, <laughs> I, and yeah, I, I guess that I, I didn't because there was, there was never been a case. Like, I'm a big numbers guy and I like to go over things that have happened in history right because history tends to repeat itself however in this case we don't we don't have anything to go off of this has never happened before and I called I have a bunch of friends from college who were like stockbrokers and they work for some of these hedge firms and all this other shit and I chatted with them and I go hey guys what's the real fucking story here you know and they were like you know they turned it off man they halted it they're not going to have these guys lose their fucking money. And I go, but what does that do for you as a job? Like if you, if, th if this is your job, if you were a, you know, a hedge fund manager or stockbroker or whatever, this whole week, the curtain has just been pulled back and you're like, oh, well, that's not a real job. Like that's, that's fucking fake. You're, you're protecting other rich people so they don't lose their money as long as you're fucking over normal people. And that's what you do for a living now. It's all done, right? I think there are certain professions in this world that we look at that are like that, where you're like, oh, politicians. Where you're just like, you're a fucking a dirtbag. There bag. are certain people in this world, exactly right, that I have just always known are completely separate from me and my world, right? Like when, uh, before this, like hedge fund, like people that were in that world, yeah. to me just didn't even seem real. They don't yeah, even seem yeah. like a person I would ever yeah. meet, right? It's just this complete separate thing, as, as you're saying, right? Like the government. It's just the complete politicians. It's so separate mm -hmm. and more and more separate from me. It's yeah. not anything that I will completely understand because I don't get to be let behind that curtain or that wall of whatever they're doing back there. And it's true of both things, right? Um, and also the, the caring, right? The government doesn't care about you in the no, same way. No, like no, they, no, no. they will let you die. There is a branch in government. There is a person in government that puts a monetary value on your life. Right. That alone is like, oh. Like, you know the uh, asbestos crisis? Do you yeah, remember yeah, this? Yeah, 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 
Yeah. In the 70s. Yeah. So the, it was brought to OSHA's attention mm-hmm. in the 70s that if anyone worked really closely with asbestos or for long periods of time or whatever it may be, they will die, right? Yeah. It was brought to their attention. They went to the branch of government that puts monetary value on people's lives. And they weighed the amount of people and that number of each person's life against actually fixing the problem. And they determined that it wasn't worth it. Right. So they let these people die and it's just like it doesn't make sense monetarily for them to actually fix the problem it actually came out in the 80s you know an Aaron, Aaron Brockovich type thing yeah. that they were like hey can't actually do this and then they're like all right let's let's fix it now we got kind of caught to this day there are 10,000 people a year that die from the effects of that right and that branch and that person is still a thing It's still a thing to be like, all right, well, let's see how much this person's life is actually worth. And people's lives are worth different to them. Right. Different amounts of money. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if you ever thought that anyone (laughs) cares about you or is going to do the right thing or gives a fuck about you, you're, Ross, living in a fantasy world. Yes, I was. You're 100% right. And like, you know, I look back, it's uh, because we're... I guess I can tell you this. We're trying to get uh, Jordan Belfort on the show uh, on Drinking Bros. Uh, so we've been chatting with him back and forth today. Um, so that looks like that's going to happen soon. But uh, you take the movies, right? You take, uh, well, let's take Wall Street, which is one of my all-time favorites, and then Wolf of Wall Street, which is yet another one of my all-time favorites, right? You were that one, literally yeah. just proving that these fake characters, well, actually, they're based they're on real-life real characters. characters. They're real people. You like the Wolf of Wall Street. Why is this fucking news like? Right. But, but it's because a guy lied about stocks that he didn't have and blah, blah, blah. These are real companies, right? So this isn't like AMC is a real fucking, fucking company. Over people. I understand. To get that Lamborghini, which is exactly what I fucking just said. Right. Yeah. But what I'm saying is this. Again, if you're looking at that profession, the movies are correct. All these people are fucking dirtbags. All these, like, all of them, like... But they all got exposed this week, and it's like, all right, great. This is what you do for a living? Fuck off. Like, that's what you do for a living, and you feel fine about it. It's like being a meter maid, right? Like, if you're a fucking meter maid in this world, what are you doing? Like, what good are you doing for the world? Or you're just making everybody else's day shitty. This is just you're, you're protecting a bunch of rich fucking... I, look, the other thing I was shocked about was the, the little St. James Island, the Epstein shit. Mm-hmm. I had Alex Jones on the show years ago. On Drinking Bros. And I said, hey, man, oh, the Lolita Express and all this, uh, you know, Pizzagate, oh, it's all fucking true. I did not believe it. I, I did not. I said, dude, I don't, I can't fucking buy into this. You and I'm can't sorry. Go down that road. No, it just seemed too fucking far fetched that people Here's- would be that evil in the world, right? And then I apologized when he was on the show. I said, I'm sorry. I was dumb. I was so fucking dumb and naive to think that that didn't go on. Like, what there's part i'm of two minds with it always with stuff like that where i'm like maybe but am i ever going to know about it like very rarely does it get exposed so to me you will always be stressed you will always be you know like out alex jones yeah aj yeah yeah, don't say his name but um (laughs) he's fine if you are always trying to 
find the answers to these things that are behind these iron curtains. I get, I mean, I love God, love you. But as I've always said, you are not going to change the world and you should not follow your dreams. And that's kind of part of it. <laughs> you will never change the world. And you guys, I love this shit. I love it. I think it's hilarious. I'm in, yeah. I'm, I'm popcorn watching, yeah, yeah, yeah. not at AMC, but anyway, so I love it. Yeah. But you just have to know. Well, here, you so, will never win and you will never change the world. <laughs> and your dreams, whatever they may be, will never ever come true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's true. And, and again, uh, to answer your question at the top of this is like, dude, are you really surprised by this? I, yes, I was. I did not think this would happen, uh, but, but I was surprised about the fucking Epstein shit as well, man. Like, I, in no world did I think that would happen or pe could people get away with it. In both instances, I will say this, stock brokers and all hedge funds and all that shit have been exposed. Epstein and all these fucking guys and politicians have been exposed. At least mm, this at, round of them. And by the way, correct. another round will pop up yeah. and they will all protect themselves. And there are still people. Yeah. And money and power will always win. And I really hate to do this to you guys because yeah, I know, I know I you're know. in a movement. I know. <laughs> and we're so excited. I know. But just so you know, the bums will always lose, Lebowski. Yeah. The yep. bums will always lose. Uh, and I'm fine with it. And yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, this yeah. is my zen of acceptance. And yeah. this is how I get through my day like a little dum-dum. Yeah. And it... It's just a happier life, you guys, to be stupid. And if you, by the way, if you think this is a, like an act for on air, it is not. Off air all the time, you always say, I'm so much happier being a sheep because then I don't have to worry about this bullshit. A sheep or just accepting it. It's, it's not ignorance because I, I do always wish that I was actually stupid. I'm only a little bit stupid and kind of a dum-dum, <laughs> but I do wish that I was completely stupid so that I can just, I don't have to work so hard to, for the zen mm -hmm. i would just be like cool whatever yeah but i do need to like practice every day being like the bums will always lose all you can do is make your corner of the street nice um people with money and power <laughs> will always win you will never get ahead the most you can hope for is about ten dollars in disney stock and be happy with that right yeah 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 yep yeah. but all this shit all this bullshit like i remember taking like my first like stock class in like fourth grade in the tag program, I was in the talented and gifted. And we each bought one stock, and then that was our, we studied it every single day. We watched the numbers go up and down. Uh, it was the newspaper, obviously. It wasn't, you know, digital like this. Um, but uh, when we did, and then whoever uh, in the class picked the, the stock with the most money at the end of the thing uh, won. And it was, I remember it was Walmart. Um, and, uh, you know, it was like, well, that's, tried and true company and that's the way it should be and you put your money in these fucking things and blah 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 and it's like no none of that's true it's just all run by somebody else and if they decide to give you a little bit oh congratulations thank you sir oh thank you can i have another bowl of Fire? soup sir can i have another bowl of soup what you want more that's what we're living in it's a fucking oliver twist shell game at this point so uh we get some sponsors jabes who put this show on the air First and foremost, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros, 40% off, 40%, 40% off the bundle packages right now with the adjustable base. We've got one just on the other side of you here right now. 
um, oh, yeah. which is awesome. We've been using this go- this ghost bed for uh, uh, Jack and Giorgio's new show called the Friday Night Jack Sesh, uh, which is on Patreon because it's super fucking graphic, uh, and, and it's great. Um, boy, I, it's a Colin show that is super fucked up. Uh, Jesse will be a guest Friday night, so go over to, to Patreon on uh, Drinking Bros Podcast. Why? Because the, the us dum dums can't put up fucking cool content on YouTube where they'll they'll flag it or pull it down. So go there now um, and, uh, and and hop on in to watch Jesse on Friday night. Jack will be shirtless in a bed. I don't want you to worry about that. But you're also going to get the worst relationship advice of your, of your life that yes. night. So yes. uh, Jesse will From be Giorgio, Jack, and I. Yeah. Yeah. And we have really done well for ourselves. Correct. In the relationship department. Um, but on there, you will see this adjustable base and uh, and all the shit. And like Jack makes the bed go up and down with the remote control. So all of the things that we talk about on this show, you will with the fucking bed, you'll see there. Uh, it's the best. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today. Where as always, uh, they get a 36-month uh, pay-as-you-go program. No interest there, and that is applicable with the 40% off deal. Just put in the promo code Drinking Bros at checkout, and you're good to go. Uh, next up, Jabes, uh, we got liquidiv.com. Mm. I am, look, man, I am drinking it as we speak. People were asking what this green shit is in the water. Um, it's their nutrition energy thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, mm-hmm. it feels like vitamins and nutrients pumping through my body, and it helps me uh, hydrate faster. 25% off at liquidiv.com with the promo code Nooners. Uh, this is just for you guys. We're trying to switch all these promo codes over to Nooners uh, because you guys were the OGs in this shit. And uh, look, I drink a bottle of Liquid IV every day. That's no secret. Obviously, uh, if you've listened to the show for a long time, I finally was like, you guys just come on as a fucking sponsor. I'm drinking this shit every day. Like, yeah, because he was stealing it from me all yes, the time. Yes, dude. And now you are fully stocked up and you are into it and we just got a big box of the strawberry which was a favorite of mine back in the day and Mm -hmm. they kind of they still had it but there was like strawberry cheesecake i see you know all these different flavors and the strawberry was the og i know really good and they put that back in stock um right now i'm super I don't know. My skin's all dry. It's winter. So yes. I need... Drink up. Hydrates. Uh, especially for this weekend. We're going live with you all day. Shit. It's going to be a Jables weekend, dude. Friday night on the Friday Night Jack session on Drinking Bros Podcast uh, Patreon. Mm-hmm. Sunday, you're in the cook-off. I talked to Eric Tanzi today. And uh, you guys are up for this trophy here. Um, somebody will be getting this trophy. Yeah. Uh, live on air on Drinking Bros Sports on YouTube. So subscribe to that because you'll, you'll get to see... You guys are making it from start to scratch, right? Like from scratch yes. to finish? Okay, yes. great, great. Um, and then we're going to figure out some kind of, I'm not sure what the final judges are, but we've got a couple announced. I think Dan is one. Xander yeah. wants to be one. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Um, so we're going to have a little panel and then you'll see them taste. Correct, correct. And it's going to be awesome. And uh, we will be drinking liquid IV all day. So, if you guys are going hard over the Super Bowl, get it now. It should be to your house by then. Uh, she was talking about the strawberry. Grab the strawberry liquid IV or any of their other amazing flavors, which you see here uh, in bulk. You can buy them at Costco, but here's the thing. You don't get any discounts. So, I know liquid IV is available like around the nation, but you don't get a discount. So, go to online. You get 25% off. Uh, when you go to liquidiv.com, use the, the, the code Nooners at checkout. It's 25% off everything when you use the promo code Nooners. 
uh, at liquidiv.com. Get better hydration today at liquidiv.com. Promo code Nooners. Nooners. We are amped about it. And uh, you can't walk into Costco and start yelling at the people that work at the register and say, I want 25% off of the promo code Nooners. No, you can only get that online and they'll ship it to your house. So don't be dumb. Do that. Last but not least, as the sun rises, it dawns on him is finally, finally available on Audible. Uh, we beat the system, or my lawyers did. Whatever. Either way, uh, we won. And it is uh, available now. And I got this weird email from Amazon last night. It was like fucking 11 o'clock at night. You were just about to go to bed. No, it was, it was early. It was like 10 o'clock. And uh, you were just about to go to bed. And I go, hey, man, shit. The yeah, fucking... I have another job, mom. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I was like, hey, the fucking book just got approved. I was, I was like, like, those motherfuckers. Weird, because the lawyers just called on Friday. Um, oh, three days later. Now it's here. Uh, it's out. Um, it is the greatest fucking funniest audiobook of all time. If you think the content on here is fucking aggressive comedy, this we go way, way the fuck beyond that. Uh, so you can get all three there. But this, uh, as the sun rises, it dawns on him, is finally out on Audible. Uh, do not have to get any more messages about it, um, which I am amped about because uh, of whatever Amazon's fuckery is. And uh, look, we'll never get an honest answer out of these fucking people. But uh, it is out now. And the way the New York Times bestseller list works for audiobooks is it's the whole month. So yes. if there was anything to this, at least, dude, we might be able to hit the list because of when it was magically released. Dude, and so, they can't stop this. They can't, they can't stop be it. like, oh, the Audible isn't coming. They no. can't stop it. Make Amazon it owns it. Audible. So fuck off, man. Uh, so go and get the book now. Uh, it's, it's the greatest of all time. Um, James, I want to I want to talk about this uh, Marilyn Manson thing. Please, here. Uh, Marilyn Manson is canceled now. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Record label dropped him. Um, it turns out that uh, who's Rachel Evan Wood? Mm-hmm. Evan Rachel Wood. Uh, whatever, dude. It's fucking. You got three first names. Like, what are we doing here? Wood is the first name. Wood Harris is my favorite actor, dude, oh, from The shit, Wire. Oh, you're it's right. my boy, dude. Not a normal one, but it's I my gotcha. boy. Uh, he's one of the best actors on the planet. I love Wood Harris. Um, yeah, when you got three names like this, it's like, I don't know, man. I, and the weird thing is, if you don't know her, she's from Westworld. She's the fucking girl robot uh, who ironically acts like a robot in all of her movies. So this was just perfect casting at that, that point. But uh, she's good. She's fine. Uh, look, when you're that stiff and wooden and you're playing a robot, congratulate. Like eventually it's going to pay off if you get to be a robot. So what or are we shit. talking? We're just talking about shit about Evan Rachel. Wood no, here? but oh, okay. she was, she had said in all these interviews because she got, you know, super famous from Westworld that she was sexually abused and all this other stuff by a past boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Turns out this past boyfriend was Marilyn Manson and she yes. finally came out and said who it was. Uh, Marilyn Manson's uh, record label promptly dropped him, which uh, don't know if that's going to do any good. Did he have a new album coming out? Oh, I think he did, did he actually. Really? Um, no. I don't know. Uh, either way, um, that, is, uh, that is all over there. Um, but when I heard this story, all I kept thinking was, are we surprised that this is Marilyn Manson or? Yeah. I mean, there's a couple ways we're going to go with this. First of all, like he absolutely was like an abuser and he would do interviews about it for years and admitted to it and talked about it all over. Okay. And people just kind of were like, well, that's Marilyn Manson. And he would talk about the things that he did to her and to other women. So it's this thing that we've kind of known forever, right? It's just now coming out. But the other way of thinking about it is 
I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Not one. This one didn't uh, surprise Bob, me you too pick, much. You got a pick of um, Brian pick, Warner? Yeah, you got a pick of Brian Warner, a.k.a. Marilyn Manson. I found a couple uh, on the internet of him. Um, is this one? Ah, yeah. yeah, that one, that one. That yeah. One. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, are you telling me? I mean, this is the theme of the show. So, yeah. you're telling me he <laughs> is not that great of a guy. Here's maybe. the thing this one was not surprising. Are you telling to me, me oh, he's that's a little a good bit one of a weirdo? Little, the little are you kids? telling me he's got some problems? No. Yeah. That one, I like that one a lot. Yeah, that's a good one, too. That's a good one, too. Yeah. That's a good one, too, because yeah. that guy seems like he is a little puppy dog sweetheart. Yeah. And then there's the classic. There oh, is. there we there go. There we go. Again. The beautiful people, the beautiful people. <laughs> um, somebody on the message board said, when was the last time uh, he was relevant? Uh, Columbine? Um, yeah. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. I don't know who said that on the message board, but uh, maybe. I don't know. But uh, this one, Jabes, not surprised about. The stock market thing, yes, not this one. Not surprised. Um, and there's a couple different things with this going on. So the Army Hammer thing, uh, as you know, we kind of hate the hi- hypocrisy of stuff, right? Sure. So like Army Hammer is trying to tout himself as this totally normal, clean cut, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. then he's actually Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Manson, in <laughs> fact, was Marilyn Manson all the time, right? Yeah. Um, and so it's you can't you can't really say what I'm going to say, but like... Girl, what? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, there's the uh, age disparity as well. Yes, yeah, dude. so he was 18, she was 36. Vice, uh, wait, vice switch it, switch it. Uh, she was 18, he was 36. That's what I said. No, no. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was eight. He was 36. She was 18. Whatever. Yeah. Um, and apparently groomed her, and then the the point of it was like all the abuse that went on while she was in the relationship and actually got in it, which mm-hmm. that's what happened. So, you know. It's real. It's awful. Um, I don't know. I mean, she's she's done interviews about it for years. So has he. It's really been one of those open secrets that now people know about, which is fine with me. Sure, like, I, I'm gonna. We're read. good on Marilyn Manson. He's always been. Like I said, I've never thought that he was anything other than this person. I just sort of was like, okay, I guess we're cool with Marilyn Manson being like the worst. Yeah, I look, n- nobody's really that shocked about it. Um, he just released a statement right now, so I'll read this here. Um, he's calling his accuser's statements horrible distortions of reality. He's saying, obviously my arts and my life have long been magnets for controversy, but these recent claims about me are horrible distortions of reality. My intimate relationships have always been entirely consensual with like-minded partners, regardless of how and why others are now choosing to misrepresent the past. That is the truth. Um, and uh, she has not responded to this yet. Uh, so she doesn't need to respond to that. By hang, the way. She's on, already hang on. testified uh, in front of Senate and everything. So. Or she's already test. I don't. There's like videos no. of her talking yes, about she, this. Yeah. yeah. In yeah. front of Senate? Yeah. What does she do in front of Senate exactly? It's something to do with like rights for, yeah, can you look that up? Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So she's been talking about this with no one listening for a very long time. So mm. it's, it's not really, you know, there are certain things of like baseless accusations yeah, and yeah, all of yeah, these. Yeah. There's yeah. 
many women. It's one of those things where you go, okay. And his statement is abuser speak for sure. Well, uh, <laughs> that she's distorting reality. <laughs> and here was the rest of hers. If you hadn't heard it, uh, he started, this is what, what she is saying. He started grooming me when I was a teenager and horrifically abused me for years. Uh, I was brainwashed and manipulated into submission. I am done living in fear of retaliation, slander, or blackmail. I'm here to expose this dangerous man and call out the many industries that have enabled him before he ruins any more lives. I stand with the many victims who will no longer be silent. Um, if you're going to go and testify in front of Congress, right? The only problem I have with this is that was what, three years ago, I think. Yeah. 2018, February, 2018 shit, three years to the day almost. Um, why not say this then and save, if you believe this and this happened, right? Why not say that then and save other women three years worth of this shit, I guess. Uh, that's the only, I guess, hard thing that I have a hard time. With um, with this. So what she's saying in the statement is there was blackmail. Oh, and got manipulation, it. Okay. And she's not going to, right? Who would, I, I guess. There's not. Yeah. Who, uh, oh, blackmail could be videos. Videos. Pictures or, or yeah. All yeah. kinds of things. That's how people abuse you, right? Is they have, as we know in cults, right? They have some kind of collateral. Yeah. yeah. And that's how they keep you in the position that you're in, right? Yeah. So um, her saying this now Yes, like she probably has some kind of strength behind her or something like this where she's able to be like, I don't care what you put out there. Inf I don't care. Yep. Infinitely more famous now than she was in 2018. Right. Yeah, that, was yeah, season, yeah. Like, that was like season one. Oh, of for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So it's like now I'm able to be like, it doesn't matter what you do. Like, I'm saying it first. Right. Put out the videos. Whatever. I, I wonder then if there was something behind the scenes going on where something was going to be released of like, hey. If you fuck me over in this, like I'll release absolutely uh, this tape or this yes. picture, or this yeah. thing or whatever. Especially when you're in that kind of relationship, he's got fucking shit. Yeah, I'm sure. And can say she did this, she wanted to do this. You can say whatever you want, right? To blackmail people or to be like. Uh, now's also a good time to point out that if you're an 18 year old woman, you probably shouldn't be dating a 36 year old man, somebody twice your age fucked up shit is probably going to happen, right? I've never heard one of these cases just turning out great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean... Oh, she's 18? Did you just have your, your 18th yes. birthday? Great. Yes, let's, yes, let's hop yes. into a serious relationship and I'm double your age. Like, Yes, that's what all these articles are saying too. Is like never end up good. You know, we should all kind of question. And they were very public, right? It yeah. was like Marilyn Manson oh, yeah. and her. Like, it was just like, oh, okay, I guess fucking she's fucking... stabbing each other in public and shit. Yeah, I guess yeah. she's into some fucking weird, weird shit. shit. Faha. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Gubfaha. Yeah. I don't know why. I didn't know she was but 18. I, did. I didn't know she was 18 years old then. Uh, that would have changed the tune a little bit. She's one of those people who looks young. Like to this day, she still looks she's like fucking 20 years old. That's true. Um, but uh, yeah, man. I, no, I'm not shocked by Marilyn Manson. I'm not shocked by it. No, not at all. Um, but not at all. Uh, we, and we know somebody who dated mm -hmm. this person who dated him. I, I would like to ask her and, and get her opinion behind the scenes and say, hey, what's the fucking story? You and I both have a friend. so Right. Behind the scenes, I might. I don't know what she would say, you know. But. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I'd be curious. I'd be curious. Uh, you know, I won't say who it is, obviously, but. Eh. But then me and, uh, me and Hot Bob were talking too. like, he was so good at that 
crazy shit that he did, right? I, and we somehow expected him to just be Brian Warner. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if people are really good at some kind of art like that, uh-huh. very visceral, like, songs that are super depressing, hardcore, whatever, and they're awesome at it. Right. And you believe it and you feel it. There is a reason, right? Not very many people. Well, I mean, we can get into the little things, that movie that we watched. Not very many people are super believable in an act like that, right? Yeah. Unless there's something going on. Real. Yeah. When the musician kills himself, we're like, what? <laughs> I just Why? loved his depressing songs, but I, I thought he was happy as shit. <laughs> they re- I really felt it, though. You know, right? I will say this. He's, I've seen a bunch of interviews with him. He's very, very smart. If anybody were to cultivate an image, and I, and we watched a, I, I watched a music documentary where they said that it was all he cultivated this image and and profited off it, which is fine, right? Because of how smart he was, I think eventually what happens is, and we were talking about you this can, after you work, you turn into to... the the guy, you turn mm. into the fucking character. So mm. I think that you will always be able to tell if someone really is just cultivating, right? Okay. We as humans can always tell if it's a really smart, normal guy in a suit putting on boobs and telling me it's cool. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You have to really fucking believe it. And that's why people are able to draw people in like that. Right? Yeah. So, and uh, listen to his interview on Marin. It was a long time ago. Okay. Mark Marin. Yeah. He showed up drunk and was super weird and a dick and not cool. And Mark really? even did, yeah, he even did a like disclaimer before and was like, look, he smelled like vodka, but I thought, let me fucking do the interview anyways. And he was like, yeah. it was weird. It went in all different directions. I tried to, you know, keep on top of it, but here's the interview. So no, he's not like the snooper, super smart, normal dude. Right. Um, but I think compared to what he was, we were like, oh my gosh, he's normal. If you take the makeup off. Right. Yeah, yeah. Look, I look at those somebody like uh, Trent Reznor, for example, right? Nine Inch Nails, like that sure. was all fucking crazy and everything else. And it turned out he was just a really fucking unbelievably intelligent dude who, you know. Uh, yeah, I feel like with Nine Inch Nails, they were more like musically tal- talented and intelligent as opposed to like yeah, a real. Am I wrong? It's ah. just one guy, isn't it? It's just Trent Reznor. Yeah. Well, well he was in, no, he's in a band. Yeah, I mean, this well, no, I think the band is just him. No, yeah, no, no it's just no. a touring band. It's just Trent Reznor. Uh, he is all that is Nine Inch Nails. He's known as the Godfather of electrical production music. He kind of as Pro Tools came along was also paralleled like Nine Inch Nails' rise. And yeah, he's just everyone he's, before he's, him he's did everything metal, analog. Though. He's a fucking you know genius. I mean? Yeah, yeah, he's he's, he's just metal. Dude. He's not really like he did a, a fucking weirdo like that, like eating. Yeah. Taking I, ribs out to suck his own dick and fucking biting look, the heads off birds. Like, he's just making awesome shit. But I think that they did the Nine Inch Nails album up at the actual Marilyn Manson, or the, Char- the Charles Manson house up, uh, up there. If, if memory serves me correct from this documentary, I believe that they rented out that house where the Manson murders took place and did the record of the album there. They did the whole shit. Uh, that, that's what I remember. Also, I Jesse, the... Uh rib story i think it's a cultural thing so like depending like white people always think it's marilyn manson who got his rib removed but i think like my black friends uh they always talk about ll cool j okay his rib removed 
Is ah, it a so Mandela? It's like a it's different a celebrity for every thing? culture. Got oh, okay. it, got cool, it, got cool, it. Cool. Okay, okay. I never thought it was, even at the time, I never thought it was real. I just thought it was like some fucking crazy rumor Yeah. to like add to his mystique, right? And I think he started it or yeah. he did it. I have no idea. Yeah. Um, and then uh, to, to cap off this show today here, um, uh, Mark Cuban, we were talking about earlier, he was doing an, what, an, uh, an AMA? Is that what it was? Yeah. Um, he posted this uh, final thought on, on everything that has gone on in the stock market and everything today. Uh, and it's awesome. So I'll just read it word for word from what Mark Cuban says here. Uh, final, final thought. First, thanks for the great questions uh, today. Thanks for changing the game. Thanks for taking on Wall Street. Thanks for making kids around the country, if not the world, including my son, uh, want to learn about stocks and try trading them, including my son and daughter. WSB, which is uh, the Wall Street betters on Reddit, changed the game far more than everyone on this board will ever get credit for. That said... You will all do this again. You will all go after Wall Street the next time you will be smarter. Uh, there was only one thing that messed you all up. Robin Hood and the, zero, the other zero commission brokers that everyone used didn't have enough capital to fund the fight. They let you down in a big way. When you load back up, fight a broker with trillions of dollars in assets on their balance sheet, someone that can be there when the fight starts uh, and won't blink an eye. No disruption is easy or happens in a straight line. Stay with it. I am a believer. Almost identical to what I said earlier. Like, it, look, if it wasn't for these Robin Hood guys and all this other bullshit, they would have won. It would have been Lambos for everybody. They, you absolutely, he's 100% right. Uh, they all would have won. Um, you know, I look, I trade with uh, Merrill Edge, and it's through Bank of America. I've had a Bank of America account for years and years and years, right? They didn't stop anything and didn't shut down anything, but, you know, it's Merrill Edge. Like, dude, they've been doing this for years, and, you know, I, I could buy thousands of – they never stopped, never shut down, never did anything. It, it, what he's saying is true. Like, it was all these fucking places that have popped up, but it's also like, look, I'm not fucking 20 years old. Um, I – would I have a Merrill Edge account at 20 years old? Probably not. Would I have a bank account then? Maybe. Yes. Yes, I did. I, yeah. I think so. I think I had a bank account, but was there anything in it? No. Um, but uh, I wouldn't have access to a company like that. Therefore, all of these kids and everybody else in their early 20s um, who are either in college, out of college, or didn't even go at all, are using these other apps and things that are easy, accessible, so they thought, and they fucked you. They fucked all you guys. Um, but eventually, this is going to swing. And, and Mark Cuban is right. This is going to happen again. This isn't the first time. And it's not going to just go away. Reddit is going to continue to go after these companies. And the next time somebody gets shorted. No, these companies won't exist anymore because of this. I hope. But what, uh, No, I'm saying Robinhood oh, will yes, not exist. I hope. And that, what do you mean you hope? I, That's the only way to get in. No, it, it's not. Okay. Because Robinhood, I, I hope. We'll, we'll be gone from this. Because mm -hmm. they were going to have an IPO in the fall. Um, I, so what I don't, would you do then? I don't see how you can do that. Uh, start getting in with, again, uh, what Mark Cuban is saying. Get a traditional bank account. Get in with a mirror ledge. Get in with, with somebody who, who doesn't stop trading, where it's mm. not just a fucking app like this. Like, um, get in where they can't stop you because they have enough money, right? So it's like, all right, cool. 
these other fucking people, like, dude, that was their only way out. And like, you know, if you're Robin Hood, and I know I said this uh, a few days ago, but I look at it the same now of like, this guy fucking Vlad or whoever his name is, who's, who's been all over the TV, you know, crying essentially in tears over this. He has no company now. So if you, you can make money, he it, cries. Yes. Yes. If you can take away some positives out of this, look, you took down Melvin fucking hedge fund, right? That guy's gone. Steve Cohen at fuck who owns the Mets. Like they lost billions of dollars off of this. Um, Robin Hood will not be able to fuck over people in the future because they won't exist. Um, Cash App, now whether or not they figured out, they clearly have enough money. Clearly, they're backed by fucking Twitter and everybody else. Like, yeah, they might figure it the fuck out, but there's gonna have to be some disclaimers out of this of, hey man, if you buy, you can buy as much as you want, you can sell as much as you want, and we can't stop you. Um, because otherwise, the playing field isn't fair. Uh, and, and something's going to be done. Next up will be this fucking movie. Um, it's already cast, by the way. Uh, Mark Bowles has been hired to write it. Great writer. Um, I believe he wrote like Hurt Locker and shit like this. Uh, and I believe they've casted the lead, the guy from Reddit already. I mean, this is yeah, really fast tracked. Yeah. Right? Isn't it? Like some. It looks like it. Well, or some Riverdale or some whatever. He might be from Outer Banks. Uh, whatever, man. He's not, but he's from one of those. One of those fucking things. So this movie's going to come out. They're going to tell you you were all wrong uh, and you weren't. And that's the saddest part about this. It's and you cool. know who's going to make money off your story? Uh, yeah, Wall Street. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Netflix. Netflix stock will go higher. Ross. We're all going to watch Life it. isn't fair. It isn't fair. Life isn't Fair. It isn't fair, but this will happen again, man. And uh, it's, it's been fun to be a part of, and it's fun to watch. And uh, look, I still got diamond hands. I'm going to hold this shit and see what happens. Because eventually, it's going to have to open back up, and there isn't enough shares being sold right now to justify these numbers. So we'll see what happens. But again, Is there any I'm not a fucking advisor. I know nothing about it other than my heart and what I am seeing going on around me. No changes on that front? Uh, on the oh, stock, okay. no, look at okay. AMC and GMC are identical. I mean, look at that. Okay. Two okay. entirely different companies with the exact same graph. This is going to affect the stimulus check, isn't it? No, stimmies, yeah. stimmies have gotten in the mail, yeah. by the way. Um, uh, I think my parents, I think my parents got one. No, they, they've already. No, the, the other additional $1,400 yes. they're fighting. Oh, over. well. Who knows, man? They're like, you're going to put it into... Uh, now you're into politicians' hands and like, dude, I'm yeah. not... I, I don't trust any politicians. Now that I knew. The stock market, I didn't know. At least I know. And all my friends who are traders, like, you know, stock traders and shit, like, congratulations, you're now a politician. Like, No, they're not all bad. But they're not all my good. My God, man. If you know... They, they all know what's going on. Everybody knows what happened here. Like, and they all have the same answer. Off, and I've, I've asked them to come on air, by the way. The, the other day, who we with on air? And they were like, yeah, man, three brokers are calling. None of them ended up calling in. Not one mm -hmm. of them. Not one. They were like, no, I am really afraid of if I say what is really going on, I'll lose my job at my fucking huge firm. And, you know, whatever, man. Uh, it is what it is. All of this has been exposed. And uh, once again, it's been fun to be a part of. And uh, if you need to get out, get out. Do it. I, I, um, I'm going to stay in because whatever I put in, I can afford to either win or lose. And thus far, I am up a ton right now. So I, shit, we'll see what happens. But uh, it'll be fun to track. Uh, go to 
Patreon, Drinking Bros Podcast. Watch Jesse on there Friday night. It's going to be a fucking awesome show. It's going to be fun. Subscribe to Drinking Bros Sports on YouTube. That is free all day. That Super Bowl show will be airing for, I think, eight or nine hours that day with you and Eric Tanzi and then all of us watching the game together. Yeah. Um, So we have a a lot of shit coming out. Go by as the sun rises, it dawns on them. I beat Amazon. I beat that fucking system today. Of course, it took a fucking expensive lawyer to do it. For oh yeah, to get us yeah, get it on the New York Times bestseller list, and then I can pay the expensive lawyer off and <laughs> start oh, a movement. Start a movement for uh, my bank account. <laughs> oh, this is fun, James. I enjoy doing this show every day. And like, look, man, I might be naive or dumb about certain things. At least I'll be honest with you about it. Like, hey, here's what it is. Um, I think it's important to see two different. It is one hundred percent, one hundred percent, and and it's important. And I'm passionately nihilistic. And and by the way, like, uh, uh, like I am okay with with being wrong or saying that I like I don't know what's going on in the world all the time. Like that's the beauty of this job, and why I I never get sick of it. Every single day, every morning I wake up, something fucked up has happened, or something crazy is going on, or fun or exciting, and it's like shit. I, I get to be a part of this and chat about this and at least join in with you. Uh, and I got skin in the game in it. So I don't know. It's, it's, it's fun every day. So we'll see what happens. Good for you. For Jesse Wiseman, a.k.a. The Jables, I'm Ross Patterson. This is The Revolution. Buenos tardes, everyone. Good afternoon.